and welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Newin. So today I want to talk about rhythms, finding your own rhythm and how that can be an absolute game changer for everything in your life. And the reason is we are coming up to Imbolc. Well, Imbolc here in the Northern Hemisphere and in the Southern Hemisphere, it will be Lamas. Um, These are one of the eight Celtic festivals, the the turning of the wheel, noticing how we move from one season into the next. Now, they have um, Imbolc traditionally is celebrated on the 1st of February, but it also has an astrological date, which I I think is at the weekend and um, like next Saturday. But the date really isn't that important. What is important is that you take a moment just to connect. So really, we can do this any time during the week, is just to take a moment to connect with how you're feeling right now. What's working for you? What's not? What do you notice changing in you, but also around you? And if you ever feel disconnected, if you ever feel like you don't belong, if you ever feel like, you know, you don't have anyone that you can talk to that will really understand what's going on. A really powerful way to come back to your own centre is to connect to the land around you, the actual physical land. And we can do that just by becoming curious, just by noticing whether you live in a city, whether you live in the countryside, it doesn't matter. Start to notice the changes. Start to notice when the the light changes. Like I've noticed recently that I'm doing the school run and it's daylight now. Only a couple of weeks ago I was doing that school run and it was still pretty dark. I mean, it's still dark enough that I have to have my lights on, but I'm standing in the playground waiting to collect my little boy and it's daylight. And I'm like, wow, you know, the days are getting longer here. And you start to notice. In fact, I saw my first snowdrops. I was like, woohoo, we're definitely in bulk is coming. I saw my first snowdrops today, but I'd noticed a couple of days ago that the daffodils have started to come up. You know, their their leaves have started to come up. I haven't really noticed any changes in the hedgerows yet, but it's those little, it's those little changes that allow us to connect deeply to the land around us, to remind us of the rhythms that govern us. We have those rhythms day into night. And like I say, that changing of the light cycle. We have the moon phases giving us that cycle, cycle, keeping rhythm, keeping time. We have the seasonal cycles, perhaps, depending on where you live. We definitely have them here in the UK. And we just notice those changes. And it just gives us a really powerful moment to pause and check in with ourselves. Because if you think about it, how much of your life is actually lived on your own schedule? Maybe there's work, schooling, um, maybe there's clubs or hobbies, activities that you do that are every Tuesday at 8pm or whatever it is. It's usually to someone else's schedule and not really to what works best for you. So when we have these sabbats, these earth festivals, we have eight a year. It's a really powerful time just to check in with yourself, to notice the changes, to notice if your energy is growing or whether it's starting to retreat. Right now in the Northern Hemisphere, the, the spring is starting to come. <laughs> it's like, I always think spring starts now. My partner's like, no, no, spring starts, you know, the equinox, middle of March. I'm like, nope, definitely starts now. But when we have this energy right now, it's like that energy of awakening. In summer, everything is in bloom, everything's loud, everything's noisy, everything is like, woohoo, look at me. 
But right now, in this first, this first spring, the heralding of spring, it's like things are just starting to stir. The fields around you, the hedgerows, the plants, you know, they've might been a little bit still. My, my flower beds have most definitely been empty. And it's like they're just starting to awaken now. And it's a really good time just to ask yourself, what is awakening in your life? What feels like it's coming to fruition? Now, some of you might be like, yes, I love this time of year. It's amazing. And equally, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, sorry, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, as the peak of summer starts to slow down, you might be welcoming those those cooler days as everything starts to slow down. But wherever you find yourself, you know, are you welcoming this energy or do you find yourself resisting it? And it's okay for both because both of them tell you about what it is that you need. Now, the nice thing about this like first spring is it's not about suddenly rushing out and doing all of the things. It's just about noticing that's like, oh, yeah, we can have change. And I do think it's really funny that on the 1st of January, Everyone's like, yes, we're going to have New Year's resolutions. We're going to do this, 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 which is fantastic. You know, when we've got the collective going, right, this is a time, it's a brand new year. Let's make all these changes. It can be really, really powerful. Except we know (laughs) the statistics tell us most people will have given up those um, New Year's resolutions already, which makes us feel a bit bad. It makes us feel like we failed at something. Whereas actually when we come back into rhythm with the earth, It's like, actually, right now, this kind of like beginning of February time, this this energy of February, it's like, oh, now we get to just like test the waters. We get to maybe try something to see if it's what we want to commit to for the rest of the year. And instead of having this like, I'm doing this for the rest of the year and this is how I'm going to behave. It's like, let me just try this on. Let me see if this works. You know, the days are getting longer, maybe... (laughs) I speak for myself here, but when it's dark at nighttime, it's like, oh, I'm hibernating. But when it gets lighter, I'm like, yes, let's go and do all of the things at nighttime. Maybe you resonate with that. Maybe you don't. Maybe you love being out in the darkness. But this is a moment where you can really check in with yourself and find out what it is that works for you. Like I say, this February time gives us a chance just to test the waters. What is it you do want to try? What is it you want to commit to? And gives you a chance to practice those big intentions, those New Year's resolutions without that fear of failure. Because right now we're just trying it on. We're just practicing. We're giving it a go. And if it doesn't work, we can, you know, try something else and then try something else. And then when we get into March, April, May time, then that's when the fire is rising and we're committed and passionate. And, you know, we can conquer the world during that energy and the opposite in the Southern Hemisphere. But it's like when we come back into rhythm, we realise it's not black and white. It's not this energy of like, do, 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 go, 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 achieve, 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 achieve. That just, that just like leads to burnout. But instead it's this, this, I suppose almost like a, an evolution, an unfurling of your energy, of your time, of your resources. And even if we think about day and night, something that we, we experience every day, there is this idea that for some reason, early birds are more virtuous. And I, I do this myself. It's like I end up working quite late, um, into quite often into the early hours of the morning. And I, you know, because I go to bed that much later, I tend to get up a little bit later sometimes. 
And I sometimes find myself feeling guilty if I'm like downstairs in my dressing gown at like nine or 10 o'clock in the morning or, you know, possibly later. I'm <laughs> just feeling like I have to justify, oh, but I've only had like six hours sleep or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, instead of just recognising that actually sometimes I feel creative and inspired in the darkness when the house is silent and I can just sit down and focus and there's no interruptions or doorbells ringing or tractors rumbling past or whatever it may be. It's like I can just sit down quiet and focused. Whereas, you know, some people love being up early before the crack of dawn and they can get so much done then. And yet we do have this idea of people getting up early as being virtuous. And it's like, well, actually, what is it that works for you? We very rarely in our society consider working schedules or, you know, how... um, if you work shifts, how that can affect your ability to access services or you certainly affect your sleep. But even so, some people like that. I have a friend, she runs her own business and she works for six weeks straight and then has three weeks off. And that's what she loves to do. And I think like continental shifts, aren't they usually like a few days on and then a few days off? Um, so yeah, it's like, what is it that actually works for you? Perhaps you like front loading your work or rather perhaps you would love to front load your work week and get all of the work done at the beginning of the week and then have extended weekends or perhaps you'd rather just work mornings or just work evenings if the money wasn't an issue if you'd still get the same pay or a little bit more for working the way that really suited you so when we have these these turnings of the wheels when we have our in bulk that we're coming up to or lamas in the southern hemisphere It gives us a moment just to check in and ask yourself, actually, what is going on in my world right now? What changes are happening? And I always think it's really, really potent to check in with your physical body, to check in with how you are physically feeling, because the different seasons, the different you know, amount of light we have access to, the different temperatures, the different air pressures can actually make you feel different. Like some people... (laughs) <laughs> some people will absolutely love winter and as someone said to me the other day unlike Rebecca I really love sun because <laughs> if you listen to this podcast you will know that I'm not a huge fan of the sun I mean I love it I love it outside I don't love it burning up my skin <laughs> anyway so people do work better in different conditions I cannot work in the heat oh my goodness it melts me but if it's freezing cold no problem with that absolutely snuggle up nice and warm. I can control the temperature and off I go. Now, obviously, if the UK was set up for air conditioning, I probably wouldn't mind the heat so much. But as it is, I am much more productive in spring and in autumn, those transition phases. I love that energy. It's like I feel like I come alive and in that like liminal space, it's not quite cold. It's not quite blistering hot. It's like that's where I'm I'm the happiest. And so it's like, what is your favourite time of the day? Are you a morning person, an evening person? Do you have a particular time when you feel more alert, where you could get a lot of like intellectual work done? Is there a time of the day that really aligns with you for feeling more more intuitive? Is there a time of the day where you just naturally feel more relaxed and chilled and more sociable? You start to pay attention to these things. So start with the day then notice the week. Do you have favourite days of the week? Do you have favourite seasons, favourite months of the year? What is it about those seasons that you love? Um, What is it about 
you know is it the temperature is it the like the quality of the light is it how your energy feels is it how you do you feel more alive more energized when the sun is in, on your body or do you like like the cold freshness of winter to like you know sparkle you up a bit what what season is your favorite and ask yourself why and then thinking about um your body how does your body feel in those moments but then think about the quality of your energy do you feel more energized do you feel more inspired do you feel more confident do you feel less at the mercy of other people's expectations and judgments then think about the quality of your emotions and your thoughts are there particular seasons where you feel clearer where you have more um more ability to learn and take in more information to be more critically minded um do you find a time of a season where you feel really, really connected to, you know, to something bigger than yourself, to your intuition? What is it about those seasons? What is it about that time of the year that allows you to feel like that? And that we start noticing those rhythms. That rhythm, your inner rhythm is always, always there. It doesn't go anywhere. That rhythm is constantly there. What happens is we have other people's timetables put upon us and sometimes we can't do anything about that and that's okay, but we can notice them. Um, sometimes it's just other people's expectations and judgments that we take on and we just lose touch with our own rhythm. We come out of sync with it. And when we start to notice the rhythms around us, whether it's like the days or the, or the seasons, whatever it may be, we just start to pay attention we start to re reclaim our rhythms and we come back into we come back into connection with our own self and we start to be able to plan and schedule and enjoy our own inner rhythms instead of fighting against them i know that when many many years ago i used to think i was really flaky because i'd be like yeah let's do all of these things this will be amazing and then it would come up to them and I'm like, oh my God, why did I say yes to that? And the truth was when, when they were, when they, I was asked to do these things, you know, my energy was lit, you know, it was like, yes, I really wanted to do them. And had they been that day, it would have been perfect. But by the time they were scheduled, it's like my energy had shifted and suddenly it was feeling either more introverted or more introspective. And I suddenly didn't want to be out doing all of these things with all of these people. And when we get to know our own rhythms, we can start to work with them instead of against them. And so instead of me scheduling things for times when I know actually my energy is going to be a bit lower or wanting to be a bit more introspective, I can say no to those things or I can say yes to that and make sure nothing else is in my calendar, nothing else that's going to expend all of that energy. So the more we get to know ourselves, the more powerful it becomes for managing our energies and being, I was about to say more productive, but I don't mean as in producing things because you're not a factory, but it just becomes more honouring of you, but also more honouring of the people around you that are asking things of you. Because again, when we can do things from a place of feeling full, from a place of being energised, we give that energy, we give that that love, that fulfillment. But if we're feeling depleted, if we're feeling knackered, if we're feeling, oh, just, oh my God, what we do is we give from a place of resentment, we give from a place of depletion, and that's just not fun. 
So over the next week, just start to notice, first of all, what's going on in the world around you. Maybe things are coming alive or maybe things are starting to cool down, depending on where you live. Perhaps notice the amount of light, the sunrise and the sunset. I mean, I love this time of year still because I get up and like the sun is rising and I get to witness all the skies without having to get up at like ridiculous o'clock in the morning. So there's, there's benefits for all seasons. But when you notice what's going on in the world around you, just ask yourself if that's impacting your own physical energy. Perhaps with this and the light rising, perhaps with, you know, that see, the things around us coming into life. Perhaps you notice that there is a little stirring inside of you. Maybe it's not ready to be like pulled out and shown to the world, but perhaps it's ready just for a little bit of attention, for a little bit of like, oh, how would you like to show up? What would you like to do? What's, you know, what is coming up for you? Because the other thing that's really important, I think as well, when we think about like this, this timing and changes is that sometimes when we're not taking action or something's not coming to fruition, sometimes that is because we're not giving it the time and attention that it needs and we're sabotaging ourselves, we're procrastinating and all of those stories. But if you're quite confident that actually you're aligned, you're focusing on something the way that you should do, sometimes it really is just about timing, about having that divine timing. And I often think it's like, you know, we might start a project and we're like, yes, I'm going to have it done within two weeks. Now, sometimes there are things in life we have to do that maybe d- does have to be done within two weeks. But if it's something a little bit more creative, we could think, yes, it's going to be done within two weeks. Bish, bash, bosh, done. And actually, three months later, we're like, oh, my God, what's going on? Why is this still? Why am I still like working with this right now? <laughs> what's taking me so long? And I often think it's like when we plant um, a seed in the soil, like a say a sunflower. If you plant that seed in the sunflower, no, if you plant that sunflower seed in the soil, you can't leave it for two weeks and then get it and like pull it out of the soil, expecting to pull a stem and flowers and leaves out fully formed. It's like, of course not. It takes its own time. It has to grow and, you know, evolve in its own time. And sometimes it's the same with our own projects. Sometimes it's the same with ourselves. You know, it's like, why aren't I fixed yet? Why haven't I done this? And, you know, let's not go there about thinking we're broken. But anyway, sometimes it just takes time. You know, sometimes we just have to live something rather than just know it or learn it. Sometimes it's about practicing something and letting it evolve. And I think the seasons teach us that really beautifully. Because if you think about the season right now, if we, if we take in bulk, for example, we have in bulk the 1st of February. It's the time of awakening. It's like, oh, everything's just coming alive. It's like everything that you've planted previously starts to come to fruition. And then we give it more attention. We we make sure we're watering the plant. We're make sure we're weeding the plant so it gets everything that it needs protecting it maybe if the frost sneaks along again or the snow comes along it's like protecting that that thing that we are creating and then come summer it's like everything's blooming everything's coming into fruition everything is incredible it's lush the bees are buzzing the roses are in bloom everything feels alive and lush and then 
we start heading back towards autumn. And in autumn, the things that no longer serve us just fall away. It's a harvest time. We take in the wheat and we clear away the chaff. It's like we get clear on what we want to keep to see us through the winter and we get rid of anything that is not needed. And then we go back to winter, which is when we rest, when we take stock of everything, when we rest, nourish and hibernate, plant the seeds that we want to come to fruition back round to the spring. And it's this forever cycle of growth and I don't really want to use, I nearly said the word decay, but I don't mean decay. It's like growth and renewal. So we have this energy of growth. We have the energy of enjoyment, which is summer. Then we go into a period of review and then we go into a period of winter, which is rest. And then we do it all over again for every choice that you make, every decision, every action, every project that you start. It goes through this continual cycle of have an idea, which is a seed take action, which is spring, enjoy the f- the fruits of your labour, which is summer, then take the lessons and either do it all over again or refine it or change it or something else. We're always through these seasons and these cycles. Um, so what can embolk or this time, wherever you find yourself, what is it that this moment can teach you right now? What is it that what change is asking to be to come in your life and it might be like for example if you're working on a project it might be that something's ready to come to fruition or you might decide that actually something needs a little bit longer to rest and so if you think of yourself right now if we take those new year's resolutions perhaps you're ready to bring that new year's resolution to life perhaps you're like yes let's go i'm you know I don't know, booking that appointment, you're starting that course, you're starting that training, whatever it may be, perhaps now is the perfect time to do that. Or perhaps you need a little bit longer just to rest, just to percolate, just to nourish yourself, to gather the information, to find out which is the best course, which is the best training, which is the best gym, which is the the one that's most aligned for you and your energy. Once you take into consideration, if you're a night owl or an early bird or, you know, whatever it is that aligns with your energy, perhaps you don't want to start brand new things in December. Perhaps you'd rather wait till, I don't know, summer. But this is the importance of getting to know you and your own energy and your own rhythm. So you come back to your own centre. And then once you start to pay attention to the, the earth cycles around us, we feel more at home. We start to feel more at home on the land. We start to feel more at home within our own bodies. I remember once this person, um, she lived in a city and she said, I hate where I live. I hate it because I just can't wait to move. And, you know, she was really serious about this. And we started doing some work with her about connecting with the land. And it can just be as simple, like I say, she lived in the city of like going to the local park or just watching how, you know, how the moon changes throughout the month where she could see it out of her window some nights and some nights she could. And as she started to connect to the land around her, she suddenly started to realise actually she loved where she lived. It was really important to her. And as she started to love where she lived, she also started to feel more at home in her own body, more at home with her own choices. We are not separate from the world around us. You know, that energy flows through us. It impacts us. It influences us. Even if we're not paying attention, it still has that energy for us. So the more you can bring conscious awareness to that energy, 
the more aligned you're going to feel with it. So you can step into the energy of ease and flow instead of feeling like you're paddling upstream, going against the currents and fighting against your own inner rhythms, even if you think you should do it. Now, your willpower, your sheer (laughs) determination will get you so far. But after some time, whether it's weeks, months, possibly even years, you will feel exhausted, you will feel frustrated and you will feel resentful and you won't know why. And quite often it's because we're so exhausted because we're spending so much time fighting against our own natural rhythms. So these eight times throughout the year are really powerful time just to connect back in with yourself. Whether you do ritual, it doesn't matter. Um, Ritual's lovely, of course. It's just as important just to notice, to reflect how the world around you is changing, how you are changing, what your needs are, and knowing that your needs change from a month to month basis, from a season to season basis. Sometimes if you have a menstrual cycle, from a day to day basis, that doesn't make you flaky. It doesn't make you, you know, I can't even think of the word, you know, um, unreliable or changeable. It just means that you're honouring your cyclical being and that means that you have cycles and you change. Some of those cycles, like we see night to day, happen very, very quickly. And some of them, like the seasons, happen more steady and more slowly and more seasonal, and more, more on an annual basis. And when you can learn just to notice both of them and how they interact with you, you absolutely bring back your power to you. And that's where the magic is. Yes, there's lots of magic to be done at all of these points throughout the year, throughout the month, throughout the days and nights and all of that good stuff. But really your magic and your power is so much more potent when you know when your energy is increasing and when it's wanting to rest whether that's on a day-to-day basis, a month-to-month basis, or even an annual basis. So I invite you just to have a notice of what's changing around you right now in the world around you, in the garden, in the hedgerows, like I say, in the amount of light that you are experiencing. And how is that impacting you? When you think about your connection to your power, your magic, when you think about your connection to your spiritual practice, when you think about your connection to being extroverted or introverted, where are you on a scale right now? Because that scale probably changes and ebbs and flows throughout the year, whether you've noticed it or not. So give yourself permission to really find your own rhythm and to to work with it, to play with it, to dance with it to allow you to really discover what works for you at what time and knowing that it's okay to have that change throughout the year. Perhaps you really want to do a class and it's like an annual class, but actually you're only going to attend like four months of it because you've only got four months where you actually want to be extroverted or out at night or out in the light or whatever it may be. So give yourself permission just to do the four months of it. And then maybe you could practice at home or take an online class or Find out whatever it is that works for you so you get your needs met because you find your own rhythm. And yes, once again, you might come across the idea of it's like, oh, but that's selfish putting me first. Yes, correct. And it needs to be that way. Because like I said, when you are nourished, fulfilled, happy, honouring your own rhythms, you have so much more to give to other people, to your family, to your relationships, to the world around you. When you are 
nourished and fulfilled. You give from a place of overflow. You give from a place of love and expansion and generosity. And that is such a beautiful place to come from. It allows you to say yes and mean it. So we're like, yeah, of course I'll be there for you. That day comes and you're definitely there for them rather than going, oh no, what have I done? I don't want to go anymore. How do I get out of this? And then you turn up and you're a bit grumpy and they pick up on that and they get a bit grumpy and then there's miscommunications and it all unravels. Whereas if you just say, actually, I can't do that. And it might be uncomfortable to say no again. Oh, selfish, selfish negativity coming back up again. But if you can say no, just to honour yourself, it's okay. You can say no. And then because when that day happened, you're not there giving off these like, you know, frustrated vibes at that person. You're just at home relaxing or going for a walk or, you know, doing whatever it is that you want to do. And it's like, you don't just have to say no because you're going to be tired. You can say no because you don't want to be tired. Yeah, so give yourself permission to get to know how you feel in your own rhythms, because that is one of the most powerful gifts you can give to yourself that will change the way that you interact with the world is to really own your own rhythms. Okay, so come over into our community and let me know how are you feeling in this season? Let me know if you're in the northern or the southern hemisphere and let me know if what is it? Who's seen their first snowdrops? Have you seen the snowdrops? Um, if Obviously, if you're in the northern hemisphere. Um, and what have you noticed right now? How is the cycles changing? Because what you will notice when after a few years of doing this, because that's the nice thing about cycles, if you miss a year, <laughs> it's going to come back round. Um, you might start noticing there's a pattern or you might start noticing when there's a change in the pattern, um, which is also very interesting. So come and share with us what you're noticing and how that's impacting you. Is it nice to know that you can give yourself permission to just gently try something, to have a practice, to dip your toe in the water before you fully have to commit to it? Or do you prefer to go January 1st or date of your own choosing? Let's do it and done because that's what you need. So some people do, don't they? They jump out of bed in the morning. They're like, yes, let's take on the world. And other people are like, oh, let me just lay here for a few more minutes, have a little stretch, maybe, you know, do a little visualization while I'm in bed. And they just take their time. Everybody is different. And that's why it's so important to do this your own way. There is no one size fits all. How can there be that we're just all so unique. There cannot be one size fits all. So come on over to our community and let me know what it is that you are starting, stopping, easing yourself into right now. And do you work with the seasons? Um, I'd love to know that because I absolutely love working with the seasons. I think it's all with your own cycles. I think it's one of the most powerful, powerful things that you can give yourself. It teaches us so much about ourselves. So if you want to learn more, uh, let me know and I'll do some more episodes on the specific seasons and cycles. But I couldn't let us go past um, a Sabbath without me <laughs> going on about get into your own rhythm because it's it's so important. So thank you for joining me and I will speak to you again very soon. <laughs>